Hi everyone. Today we're going to talk about the power of the Tetriya Upanishad. So Tetriya is a Sanskrit word that means from Tetri. The root of this name has been interpreted in two ways. From the Vedic sage Tetri, who was a student of Yaska, or alternatively it being a collection of verses from the mythical students who became partridges in order to gain knowledge. Each chapter of the Tetriya Upanishad is called a vali. which means a medicinal vine like climbing plant that grows independently yet is attached to a main tree now let's come to the content the first content which is the shiksha vali it is the chapter of the tetriya upanishad that derives its name from shiksha which literally means instruction education the various lessons of this first part are related to the education of students in ancient vedic era of india the initiation into a school and the responsibilities after graduation it mentions lifelong pursuit of knowledge it includes the hints of self knowledge but is largely independent of the second and the third chapter the shiksha vali it includes the promises by students entering the vedic school and outline of the basic course content the nature of the advanced courses the creative work the human relationship the ethical and social responsibilities of the teacher and the students the role of the breathing and the proper pronunciation of the vedic literature the duties and ethical precepts that the graduate must live up to the post graduation so tetri upanishad was the first upanishad we talk about the vedic education in india now the first lesson starts with a student's promise a student is promising what all things that the student will do like the right will i will speak i will speak the truth may the brahman protect me may the protector may protect my teacher om peace 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 the second lesson talks about the phonetics the second anuvach highlights the phonetics as an element of the vedic instruction The verse asserts that the student must master the principles of the sound, how they are created, how they are perceived, the linguistics, the vowels and the consonants, balancing, accentuation, speaking correctly, connection of sounds. Why these were important? Because the Ved and the Upanishads they were recited by using this process called the Swadhyay. Swadhyay means Swa Adhyay. Self knowledge, self awareness, a practice that served as a principal tool. for the oral preservation of the vedas in the original form for over 2 millennia now the next anuvak or the fourth lesson talks about the teacher's prayer so teacher is saying a prayer like may the pupils inquire after me may the pupils come to me may my pupils venture forth on the way of research inquiry may my pupils practice self restraint may my pupils find peace and tranquility of mind as waters as waters rush down the valleys as the months run into years o creator hari towards me the students from all sides the fifth and the sixth anuvak or the lesson talks about the theory of oneness and holy exclamations so in this what they are saying is when the self attains the self sovereignty and becomes the lord of the mind it becomes the lord of the speech it becomes the lord of the eyes the lord of the ears the lord of the knowledge then becomes brahman his body is the boundless space his essential nature is the reality truth his playground the life force 
its consciousness a state of bliss it exists in serenity in calmness and peace a state of immortality the 7th and the 8th anuvak talks about everything in this world is fivefold it talks about the parallelism of the knowledge and in the knowledge everything is fivefold like the sensory organs the human anatomy the breathing the fire the energy the space and this section is more about talking about the connection between the ideas of the fractal nature of existence with the hidden principles of reality the eighth anuvak or the lesson talks about om it states that this word is something that signifies brahman it is the whole world it is everything om in ancient india is used for invocations in agni dhat in songs of summons in the prayers in the shastras in the sacrifices during the meditation the ninth anuvak talks about the ethical duties of human beings so what they are saying is do two things that are very important one is swadhyay or swa adhyay another is pravachan so pravachan is where you are talking more about the exposition and the discussion of the vedas and swa adhyay is the peripheral of oneself so what are the ethical duties that are mentioned in the ninth anuvak justice with swadhyay and pravachan must be practiced truth tapas damah tranquility fire rituals oblations hospitality affability procreation sexual intercourse raising children truthfulness tapas swadhyay and pravachan nak mogalle because that is tapas that is the tapas the 10 the 10th anuvak it's an unrelated lesson it talks more about that the brahman and the atman they are connected together in the 11th anuvak there is a convocation addressed to the graduating students so what they say is never err from the truth never err from dharma your well being never neglect your health never neglect your prosperity never neglect swadhyay which is the study of oneself and the pravachan which is the exposition of the vedas the 11th anuvak is a list of the behavioral guidelines for the graduating students from a gurukul be one to whom a mother is god be one to whom a father is god be one to whom the acharya is like the god be one to whom a guest is as god let your actions be unsensible none else those acts that you consider good when done to you do those to others none else the 12th anuvak or the last anuvak it talks about the acknowledgement of the graduating student so the graduating student is acknowledging whatever knowledge has been given to them now the second part starts with the anand valley the anand valley is all about how much you reach from the anmay kosh to the anandmay kosh so there is this uh, shloka sehna bhavatu sehnao vunaktu sah viryam kadiva vahe tejasvina vadhi tamastu ma vidisha vahe om shanti 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 so in this what they are saying is that may the brahman protect us both which is the teacher and the student may we both enjoy the knowledge may we learn together may our study be brilliant may we never quarrel om peace 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 also in um, om bhur bhuva om bhur bhuva swaha this is mentioned in um, tetra upanishad so they say that om is the realization of the brahman 
भूत भुव स्व स्व इज द स्पेस इन बिटवीन द इनहेलेशन एंड द एक्सलेशन भूत इज योर एक्सलेशन एंड भुव इज योर इनहेलेशन दीज आर द थिंग्स दैशन इन दिशद वन वेरी रिमार्केबल थिंग अबाउट द आनंद वली ऑफ द तेजी उपनिषद इज द लेयर्ड माया थेरी और द कोश थेरी सो द कोश थेरी से इज दैट यू गो फ्रॉम एन अन्नमय कोश टू अ प्राणमय कोश टू अ मनोमय कोश टू अ विज्ञानमय कोश एंड देन टू एन आनंदमय कोश सो द आनंदमय कोश इज द डीपेस्ट वली और द डीपेस्ट लेसन और डीपेस्ट रियलाइजेशन दैट वी रीच Now let's talk about them. Anand Mai Kosh is more about that everything around us is a connection between the natural elements. Everything is food. The food is provided by nature. Anand means the food. Food is provided by life with time. All creatures grow due to feed uh, due to food. They are interdependent. All creatures upon death become food. so learning knowing and understanding this food chain that you are food for someone else and you also eat the food so everyone is eating the food and becoming food so we all are connected together it talks about the connection the pranmay says that everyone is breathing the pran means the breath the god is breathing the animals are breathing the sea creatures are breathing we are breathing so that's the pranmay kosh to manomay kosh says that we all have a mind we all have a manah the vigyanmay kosh says that when you go through all these koshas where you become aware about the pranmay the anmay and the manomay you reach the vigyanmay where you now want to offer this knowledge to other people who are there and then you reach the anandmay kosh when you have done all this and you feel a very strong connection with all the human beings that are there you reach the anandmay such sat chit anand sat means the truth chit is your consciousness and anand is the happiness so when you transfer when you transition from these parts you reach the anandmay then comes the last part of the uh, tetri upanishad which is called the bhiguvali bhiguvali is nothing but the um, the lessons that were given to sage bhigu by his father varun and he only talks about that how powerful the brahman is realize that everything originates from the brahman these are the beings from where this brahman is something from where all the beings have come through which they live they reenter after death they explore that this is what that is brahman so the last part of the tetri upanishad it closes with this particular declaration oh wonderful oh wonderful oh wonderful i am food i am food i am food i am the eater of food i am the eater of food i am the eater of food i am the poet i am the poet i am the poet the first born of the rati i am i'm prior to the gods i am in the source point of the eternal i am i'm the one who distributes myself refreshing myself therewith because i am food and i eat the eater of food i'm elevated over this whole world i'm radiant as the sun whosoever understands this attains liberation so this is nothing but a declaration by the brahman or the ultimate reality that i'm the one I am. I have created everything. I am eating everything. So I am the generator, the operator, and the destroyer. So I am like God. I am the God consciousness. So this is what Tattva Upanishad is there. I have tried to summarize everything for you quickly so that you can uh, become aware about the nuances in the wide aspect. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and have a good day.